Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Northside Christian Church Care Team Podcast for April the 8th. Um, this is our 30th one. So, hey, some cheers, some cheers and Yay. some clapping for our end. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, today we're excited to bring you uh, uh, a topic um, about our just kind of what's going on in, in care team and care night and upcoming events. And just to let you all know a little bit more of what we do. And remember, Romans 12.2 says, change your mind, change your life. So that's what we're all about. Um, before we do dive into our topic, though, Tommy has brought us another great topic for a soft start. So, Tommy, what do you have for us? Yeah, so we just wrapped up Easter, and so that's just that was just an awesome weekend. If you couldn't join us, uh, you know, you can definitely check us out uh, with the recordings. And, uh, you know, we hope to see you uh, maybe next week or the week after. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was just a great weekend. I hope you had a great Easter. But as we, as we wrap up Easter, there was a lot of really cool things that happened, some things that uh, – I've never heard of before, and so I tried to try something new. And so we're going to actually talk about uh, Easter hacks, uh, maybe an Easter funny story, uh, <laughs> Easter fails. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to kick it off, and you might want to share. Well, mine's not very exciting, but I, um, we did something different this year, and I would like to say we chose to do it, but it was more a matter of time got away from us. Normally, we would... Um, color Easter eggs probably a week before Easter and it kind of came and went and so we decided let's color eggs on Easter and actually that was a lot of fun I think everybody enjoyed it more it gave us some things to do we could have discussion and talk and hang out while we let the eggs sit and um, so that was really nice so not a not a big hack but um, I think we might start doing that every year now and just color eggs on Easter just a fun time yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, one year this is like a fail, I guess. But my two or three year old cousin was out in our yard, like just Easter egg hunting. And he kept throwing them in his basket and like running away. But every time he would bend down to pick one up, he would knock everything out of his basket. <laughs> oh, so man. I felt bad, but it was really funny. And actually that same cousin ended up like trying to throw the same Easter egg in his basket like four times this year. He's like five now. He just turned five. <laughs> and... It kept coming out. I was like, this is like three years ago all over again. It was just super funny. That's cool. Nice. Well, when we were doing Easter egg hunting, uh, I don't know if this is a funny story or if this is just a confession. I'm a terrible dad, but uh, we were, uh, I was, as we were getting ready to wrap up, I was like, no, I still see some eggs. And, and you know, so our boys, they, they, look, they would look around and they would find the egg. And then uh, so I, I would be like, hey, there's an egg over here. And they're like, where? And I'm like, They'd be looking, they'd be looking, they wouldn't find it. would be like, oh, you're listening to me? You know, just, <laughs> and so they'd be looking for eggs and there'd be nothing there to be looking for. So just, but, uh, but I heard about this, uh, this one thing I just want to share. And uh, for anybody who has peeps left, uh, this is actually pretty cool. So uh, we actually, uh, we had a campfire last night and instead of doing a regular s'mores, we use peeps as s'mores and it was actually really good. So, and I'm not a peep fan, by the way, so. I'm not a huge Peep fan either, but that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Try that. So I guess this is sort of an Easter fail. So so this year we had our big kind of family Easter celebration a week before Easter. And my son happened to be out of town um, with a friend on spring break. So he didn't get to join us on that. And I had thought that he wouldn't be back home until late in the evening on Easter. So I didn't do anything around the house. I didn't decorate. I didn't buy candy or make baskets or anything like that. But I did go to the store while I was home by myself last week and bought a bag of jelly beans. 
and I spent, you know, a few days eating them. And I got them down. So what I do is I eat the red and green ones first and the orange ones and yellow <laughs> ones. And so it always ends yes. up with the white and purple and pink and black. And I'll eat a few of the pink ones and I'll eat black ones if I'm in the mood. But anyway, so my son came home from his trip a little early. And, you know, I spent a lot of time at, at working at church for the weekend and was really busy. So his Easter basket consisted of, like, pink and white jelly beans <laughs> and a flash jar, and that was it. Did he, did he think <laughs> so, you were trying to tell him something? or uh? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we're going to dive into our topic today. Um, and really, we're just talking about uh, what a what care night looks like, groups we offer, when that's when that happens. Um, but also, we've got some great upcoming events. And I know Tommy has put together kind of a list of everything that we're that is coming up. So as he starts to speak to that, we'll all be jumping in. But we really just want to kind of showcase what we do in care ministry mm-hmm. and places that if uh, you haven't gotten involved, you can. Uh, and Tommy will even be talking a little bit later, I think, about if we don't offer a group or offer something, how to get that started, um, because we're always open to what are some new uh, ways we can care, what are some needs in the community we're not meeting. Um, so, Tommy, take it away. Yeah, for sure. So our first event is coming up. It's called Creating the Best Summer Ever. Uh, the event is uh, on um, April 19th, 6.30 p.m., uh, it's still not too late to register, uh, and you can find, we'll have it at the, uh, it'll start at the West Auditorium here on campus. Uh, there will be a, a, a summary meal provided. Uh, we're going to have live music, so Grace at 11 is going to be there. We're going to have a, a handful of speakers who are going to be talking about the, a wide variety of, of care issues and, and, and care uh, tips and, and, and best practices to continue on through the summer. But if you want more information, you go to mynorthside.com slash care, and you can click on the uh, the graphic there that says creating the best summer ever. Click on there and you can get registered. Uh, also, we're going to provide a link to Grace at 11 if you want to check out their Facebook page. Uh, just a really cool band. They're, they're just very, uh, very gifted and uh, they just want to share their giftings with us that night. So we're really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, Tom, do you want to tell us a little about, uh, do you mind telling us about how this event came about and how we, yeah, you know, and why yeah. we're doing it? Um, yeah. And, Lori and Callie, anybody feel free to jump in. But yeah. um, so the the subtitle "Creating the Best Summer Ever" is guarding what's important. And every every year, um, I say every year, every year, every season, we try to have a capstone event. And for a few years in a row now, we've had an event in the fall winter called "Surviving the Holidays," and we typically invite several speakers to talk about uh, their hurt, habit, or hang up, what they've struggled with, and how they survived their first Christmas, their first Thanksgiving, going through the holidays, dealing with whatever that is. And we started thinking, we don't really have an event like that for spring, summer. And so uh, originally we were going to call this surviving the summer uh, and just felt like uh, maybe that wasn't positive enough or kind of tying into some summer series that are coming up in the church. There could be a better title. But when we were talking, uh, we talked about the rhythms we get into. Um, Summer rhythms are different than school time rhythms or winter rhythms. And sometimes with the weather, we can um, go, oh, it's a nice day. You know, maybe I don't want to go to my group mm-hmm. tonight because the weather's so nice. The times the times that we have those big changes in life and those changes in rhythm, all the more important we guard our time with the Lord, our time in Scripture, and if we're in recovery, definitely guarding our recovery. And so we really just wanted to emphasize it's, Every time we have these changes in life, whether it's a, a traumatic event or something fun like summer, it, 
either way, we need to guard what's important. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and it's also important too to know that uh, our classes, uh, they're, they're the the vast majority of our classes are on thirteen week cycles, and we offer uh, one cycle in the fall, one cycle in the spring. Uh, but that doesn't mean care night doesn't happen every Monday. It does, and so some of our some of our uh, some of our groups actually meet every Monday, unless it's a holiday. And even then, some of our groups, like yesterday, we were off for Easter, uh, but they still met anyways. And so, Let me talk to that, too. I hadn't planned on saying this during the podcast, and I won't mention names, but I ran into a gentleman this morning. I We had a meeting canceled this morning, and I went down to a local coffee shop just for some time for reading and reflection, and I run into one of our guys from Care Night, and he told me 15 guys showed up and had group around the cross last night. Oh, that's nice. awesome. And um, he said, nobody really led. It was organic, but we had rich time of sharing and praying. Mm-hmm. And and I, I told him, I said, man, that's that's what it's all about. That's yeah. what we want right. to hear is yeah. that we're creating these rhythms and then we're guarding them no matter what. So these guys took it upon themselves, even though the church was closed um, and we were not officially on to continue to meet. And that's, that's at the very heart of what we mean by guarding what's important. You know, um, the group that I facilitate is single and parenting and that organic, um, relationship is what's kind of important in, in my group too. It's, you know, about single parents just being together and sharing life and, um, thinking about guarding, the summer. Summer is my favorite time of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. Being outside, hanging out with the kids, just doing playing silly yard games. Um, and when you're a single parent, a lot of times you only get half the normal time with the kids, and there's just there's a mm-hmm. lot of go back and forth. And it um, so you really have to be intentional about planning fun summer things with your kids. Not even anything big like amusement parks. I just mean you know backyard barbecues because especially around here with the count school calendar we have summer is so short and if you don't mm-hmm. do those things intentionally with your kids it, you're going to miss it yeah well and, and Lori, um do you mind do you mind telling uh some folks about about the classes that we do offer though like coming up in the fall i mean i know we uh we've got uh, uh care night throughout the summer but some of the classes that there are, are going to be exclusively in the fall or in the spring uh yeah so our support groups are they're they're kind of wrapping up for the season right now and they'll start again in august um, august 16th you can register online uh, my my care you can see all the different support groups some information and there's a link to register um so some of the groups we have besides you know the one i mentioned single and parenting we have divorce care and grief share all three of those classes are are kind of led by the, the same company they're you know they're a video-based series Um, It's 13 weeks with lots of discussion, and um, I personally went through divorce care, and it it really was a good resource for me to to learn some, just some coping skills and to, to, you know, I made some some strong friends that I I still am with and share life with. Um, We have another class called Surrendering the Secret. Um, It's to walk through the heartbreak of abortion with, with, you know, people who have experienced that in their life. a class called infertility support and you know that just walks along with couples who, who have struggled with infertility in their marriage um, another class um, run by a personal friend of mine she's a great lady called living waters coping with chronic pain uh, we have a class called lgbtq plus in the christian family um, for, for families who deal with that that issue and just just how to how to walk with their loved ones through that um, a class for men called Conquer the Battle Plan for Purity. 
and a, a new class that's met just for the first time um, called If Money Talked to help with, with financi- fin- finances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, and the thing, too, is if we ever mention, a, uh, you know, when we're talking about our classes or, or groups that we have, and, and if we're not mentioning something that, that uh, maybe one of our listeners or someone you know uh, uh, is, is, is struggling with or, or needs some support with, uh, we want to have that conversation. We, we want you guys to let us know, hey, look, this is this is a potential or maybe even, maybe there's already a curriculum in place. And we just need to put a leader in there and, uh, you know, uh, set, set a, a place for them to go. And uh, we would just love to have that conversation. So, um, yeah, yeah, you said something important there, Tommy, and, and even kind of linking off of something Lori said. And the first thing was that Lori called our groups correctly, and that is that our groups on Care Night are, are support groups. Mm-hmm. And then Tommy mentioned that we have a curriculum. And we really have tried to structure Care Night in our groups um, so that we differentiate between a life group and a support group. Yeah. Um, support groups are more, um, uh, might be a little bit over the top to call it triage, but the idea is that there is an ever-present struggle going on right now. Um, life groups, we're, we're hoping that relationships are forged um, and, and people find like-minded, like-hearted people, and maybe life groups are formed out of our support groups, but we really have these support groups there for people who are in the midst of struggle and trial. And, and, and so we, we are, that is part of the reason we have 13 week groups, part of the reason we have curriculum focus groups. Now, don't get me wrong, especially with some of our flagship groups like divorce care and grief share, we invite people to go through more than once. You know, oftentimes when you're grieving, especially when a loss is new, um, you're not able to think straight, you're, you're distracted and that's normal. And so it's not uncommon for people to go through grief share two or three times. Um, if you go through three times, we're going to ask you to lead, just warning. <laughs> but, but my whole point in saying all that is that I, I want people to know that we really believe in being in community. Um, we are one aspect of community here for care and care night. But we will also be in encouraging you to carry that community and that connection on uh, from care night. Well, I, I know Callie, uh, you know, we were talking ahead of time and you were going to talk about some of the new classes coming up and uh, uh, specifically, you know, some of the ones we've just recently started uh, and then the, some of the ones that we're going to be starting in the fall. Yeah. So starting in the fall, um, we always say in care ministry that prayer is primary. So we're going to start having a room that we dedicate just to having prayer, um, whether it's just someone in there by themselves, just praying over the church or care ministry or whatever it could be. Um but also just if people want to come in that room, we can pray together as a group, just making sure we're in agreement for just whatever we need to be lifted up to God. Um, we're also going to have a room dedicated to reading scripture. Um, and then if we can't have somebody reading scripture, just having it play just so that it's available for people um, if they want to join together in that as well. And then we also just recently started a celebration chapel um, by Jeff. And if you haven't got to meet Jeff. He is just so wonderful. And he is somebody who kind of leads our prayer team on Monday nights, but he's great. Um, and so he just kind of shares a short message and then he leads a song or two and he's just, just super encouraging, just wants to be able to kind of rally together with people before care night starts. So. And let me jump in on that. The celebration chapel, part of the reason, um, we wanted to see that come about is we know that we talked about groups being in cycles and some of our groups, you might be wanting to sign up for grief, share, divorce, care, cancer support, and it's not happening again now until August. Mm -hmm. 
we never want anybody to feel like they can't come on Monday night and just be loved, be somewhere safe, be somewhere with other Christians, get prayer. And so really Celebration Chapel is about coming and being a part of getting used to coming on Monday night, being here, getting to know the community of people that come on Mondays. So please, if you're listening to this and you're going, well, I do want to register for a group, but I know it's not happening until August. Don't wait until August to come see us. We would love to meet you, love to pray for you. And Celebration Chapel is a great place to get started. Yep. The Celebration Chapel has become, I think, my favorite part of Care Night. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's cool. Well, and yeah, I, I love what you said there too. It's like, I mean, literally, uh, Jesus came for everybody. You know, there is not a single person he did not come for. He came for people like me and people like the team here and everyone else. Uh, all of us who are who are sinful, broken people on the fringe of society who are just uh, who are just trying to figure out what side, uh, which way is up. And so you are welcome here, just like mm-hmm. just like Tom said, it's a safe place. Uh, you are loved, and we just want to help uh, point you to Christ-centered healing and journey with you. Uh, during that, um, there there's a couple other programs we just kind of want to talk about too, uh, just real briefly. That uh, you know, God's put on our heart that we want to provide um, support groups for these uh, uh, for these these uh, these target groups. Uh, but we're just we're, we're actively seeking out leadership for them. Uh, the first one is adoption and foster uh, parent support, and so we we get uh, questions about adoption and, and fostering. Uh, support and questions and uh, you know just a wide variety of uh, of inquiries and uh, we we just want to let you know that, that that we hear those and that we wanted we want to support that we want to do that well uh, we've we've uh, looked at a couple different curriculums and uh, we're just we're, we're we're praying and we're we're lifting up that that God provides someone who is willing and able uh, to lead others through that process because it can be a a long process it can be an expensive process it can be a very confusing process. Uh, so if you or someone else you know um, uh, wants to lead that class, we would love to have that conversation. Um, the other one we want to look at is for helping out blended families. Um, and and we understand, too, that, that no blended family is the same. We know that blended families have a, just uh, a lot of really challenging obstacles uh, to deal with every day. And so uh, we've got the curriculum uh, identified. Uh, it, it also has a video series. It has a book. Uh, it's called the Smart Step Family. It's just a really great curriculum. So, if you or someone else are in a blended family and you have a heart for for people uh, who are who are in in blended families, we would just love to have that conversation with you as well. Um, there's just a huge need for that. And then the last one is called Reboot. Uh, Reboot, uh, I believe, started with for combat veterans, uh, but they have actually three tracks. Uh, there's the combat veteran, the first responders, and the trauma. And uh, right now, our biggest need is is for combat veterans. And so we would, you know, if you're a combat veteran and uh, and you have a heart for for helping out other combat veterans, uh, we would love to have the conversation with you. It's a it's a great program, uh, Christ-centered healing, uh, just a, a wonderful place to land to come to know that uh, that you don't you are not alone. You don't have to go this at alone. That there's other people in the the same boat as you are. I'm a combat vet, uh, I, you know, and so like you know, there's just moments where you can feel like am I the only person who's struggling with this? And, and the answer is no, uh, you're not. And so we just want to give you a place, give you a place to land with that. Yeah. I was glad you said that, Tommy, and, and we appreciate your service and, uh, thank you. Thank and you putting yourself in harm's way so that we can have the freedom that we have. And, you know, it brings up a good point because, uh, many years ago I heard someone say, well, why do you need the 12 steps? Why do you need these different groups? It's just one step. It's stepping to Jesus. And, 
you know what? In a roundabout way, they're correct. We, we know that Jesus is the answer. We know that all things are possible with God, and we know that God is faithful to answer our prayers. But God also gives us other people, tools, and programs to help us get to that point. And sometimes there's something about being someone who has the same struggle, has been through the same thing, and is like-minded that helps us be receptive of what the Lord has for us. And so I want to encourage you, if you're a vet, if you're uh, someone struggling with addiction, if you're someone who either is a caretaker for someone with cancer, has cancer yourself, maybe you're on the other side of cancer and there's trauma, mental and emotional trauma still tied to that. Whatever your issue, it's helpful to gather with others in community, to invite Christ into the center and to share that process with one another. And that's really all we're trying to do. We want to foster healing, and God has given us wonderful, brilliant people who have helped write these curriculums so that we can be open to what God and the Holy Spirit has for us. And uh, I'm so glad Tommy talked about those groups. And again, uh, we've probably said this two or three times already, but we we really want to emphasize we're willing to have any group. We, yep. we, yeah. we want to, again, help in any way wherever there's need. So if you're, again, if you're listening to this, don't be depressed because you didn't hear, you know, something mentioned that seems direct to what you're struggling with. Come see us. Come talk to us. And I think Lori was going to talk about a way to get in touch with us um, yeah. about a couple different items. Uh, yeah. If you have any questions um, for us in general about Care and I, anything, you know, maybe you want to have addressed on the, the podcast at some point, we have a new email address. It is northsidecareministry at gmail.com. So we'll monitor that every day and, you know, get back to everyone. As Will much you as we say can. that one more time? Northsidecareministry at gmail.com. And that's all lowercase, all one word, correct? Yes. All right. Nice. Yeah. Well, we appreciate everybody hanging out with us today. And, uh, you know, a, as we always talk about, uh, prayers primary, just like uh, what Callie talked about earlier. And so, Callie, I know you've been doing a lot of work on this event. And I think, um, you know, we've, we talked a little bit about creating the best summer ever, and we'll have information about that. But we did not talk about our upcoming COVID panel. Mm-hmm. And I would love for oh, you, yeah, before yeah. we wrap up, if you would just tell us a little bit about that event. Yeah, so our COVID panel is just talking about the aftermath of COVID and just kind of how people have to live in the effects of how COVID has impacted their lives. And so we're going to have a panel of five speakers. We're going to have a clinician, um, a financial advisor. Um, We're going to have a pastor, a teacher, and then we're going to have a doctor. And so we're going to have all of those people just talk about um, how they've seen COVID like in their occupations, but also just in the ways that they've seen people struggle through COVID and how we can further um, work through the aftermath of COVID. And when is that going to take place, Callie? May 2nd. And what time? It's at 2 o'clock. Thank you. So uh, as we get our wrap up, uh, we're going to, as always, we want to pray it out. So uh, I'm going to put Tom on the spot and see if he'd be willing to pray us out. I'd love to. I love praying. All right. Well, Father God, um, just uh, so grateful for Northside Christian Church, for our care ministry, for getting to be a part of our care ministry. And um, we're very fortunate to serve on a great team. We all get along well, and everybody works so hard. Lord, we are um, open to what you would have us do. Um, Lord, we want to have the groups you want us to have. 
We want the leaders and volunteers that you want, Lord. And most of all, we just want to convey your love and your healing power to the folks that uh, uh, come to be a part of Care Night and Care Ministry. Lord, for those folks listening who maybe are struggling uh, and have not found a place where they can be loved and cared for, Lord, we just ask that you would... um, point them towards us. We would love to pray with them, to meet them, to encourage them, and to connect them uh, closer to you. Lord, I just pray that uh, Easter was a bright spot in everyone's life. Um, Lord, remembering your sacrifice, but more importantly, you you have defeated death. You've taken sin with you to the cross, and Lord, we're so fortunate to be the beneficiaries of that. So, Lord, I just pray if there's anyone listening that doesn't know you as their Lord and Savior and King, Lord, that they would they would confess that with their tongues and, and uh, bend their knees to you, Lord, and we'd love to have a further conversation with them about the decision they've made. So, Lord, thank you for this day that you have made. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And uh, don't forget, uh, you can join us every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. to catch this episode or others on Amazon Music, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And as always, you can find additional resources at mynorthside.com slash care. We love you guys, and we'll catch you next week.